welcome to day eight of Podmas for the Autism Mommy podcast. If you don't know and this is your first time listening, where have you been? We've been doing this for a week already. You should definitely check out the past week's episodes because they were lit. <laughs> but Podmas is where I, your host, Steffi Kiss, will be releasing daily mini episodes where you can find topics that you can expect to hear on the upcoming Autism Mommy podcast for the first 25 days of December leading up until Christmas. And today we will be discussing self-care for kids on the spectrum. Now, these self-care tips can go for any kid. They don't necessarily have to be for kids on the spectrum. But again, my only child is on the spectrum. So the way we do things may be a little non-traditional and take it how it is. This is my area of expertise. As Ethan is transitioning into a teenager, I have found it more and more important for him to be more independent, especially when dealing with self-care and hygiene. Listen, I did not live with a guy, well, a teenager, I should say. I never lived with a teenager. That wasn't a thing. I don't have brothers. My cousins, you know, they didn't live with me. They didn't stay in my house. There were certain things that I never saw. I never knew. It's just, it's, it's, it's different. (laughs) Okay. It's different. And dealing with this child's attitude too, with the hormones and the pimples and the ups and downs and the attitudes and the nastiness, like, pray for me y'all pray for me. But I think it's very important that he has more independence with his self-care and basically just caring for himself. For a long time, all of that solely fell on me. But as his mom, I had to realize, well, yes, he's my baby and will always be my baby. He's not a baby anymore. He is literally almost a foot taller than me. And there are just certain things that he needs to learn how to do by himself with little or no help or supervision. He relied on me to tell him when, where, and how to do these things. But as I'm building his self-care routine, he not only has more independence, it also provides comfort to do things that make him feel better. I make it a point to point out how certain routines can make him feel better. For example, taking a shower feels good. I don't know about y'all, but taking a shower feels good. The hot water, washing off all the dirtiness, like taking a shower is relaxing, for example. So now not only is it something that he must do, but also something he wants to do because it's a matter of self-care and just making him feel better. Taking care of himself is a form of self-care. I know that sounds like well, duh, Stephanie, (laughs) like you just switched the words around. But no, seriously, too often we think of these things as acts of just something that are just non-negotiable. And when you have a child like Ethan who doesn't quite grasp that concept, you have to teach them that we do this every day, not only just because I say so, but because it makes you feel better as a human being. Who wants to be stinky or itchy? Not me, and I know not my kid. Who wants nasty teeth that can hurt if you don't take care of them? That's not something I want to deal with with him. Who wants pains in your back or legs 
when you can just stretch every day and be a little bit more loose and limber. Ethan toe walks. It's it's because of sensory issues or whatever. So his calves and his legs and his hips are extremely tight. And I know and I've noticed that when we stretch, especially in the morning or and at night, he just has a better attitude throughout the day. And it's because he couldn't communicate to me that he's in pain or he's tight and, you know, it bothers him to walk. But when we've been when we've incorporated these stretches, he's just had a better demeanor, a better attitude to himself. Some tips that work for us in order to, you know, set this self-care. Some tips that work for us are build a routine. If you've listened to, I think it was day six, where I talked about building a routine, you can get some more tips then. But building a routine is doing the same things in the same order every day that can help your little one adjust to daily habits with decrease the chances of meltdowns. And that is our goal to have less, less, and fewer and fewer meltdowns because who has time for that? Number two, set the scene and the ambiance. What helps your kid feel comfortable? Is there a calming smell or a special soap that you can buy? Do they like music or do they like it to be quiet? Is there a special color they love that you can get everything to match so that they know, hey, this is mine because it's green. That's my green towel. That's my green washcloth. That's my green toothpaste, toothbrush, anything that you can do to just make them feel better. And even when it comes to sensory issues, do they like waffle towels that are a little bit more rough or do they like fluffy towels that you know are just a little bit softer do they not like the fluffy towels because oh no mom that's too soft it just makes me feel cringy these are things that you have to watch your kid like I mentioned earlier it is a trial and error when it comes to these self-care habits you want it to be able to feel comforting to your kid in order to do these things every day. You don't want any negative connotations. You want them to want to do these acts. All these things bring positive experiences and less pushback. Number three, and this is the biggest one for me, stay positive. Any Building any type of self-care routine takes time. There will be days that no matter what you do, no matter what you buy, no matter what music you put on, no matter what lighting there is, it can be perfect 72 degree day. Your kid just might not be with the shits. Don't or try not to go off. No one tests your gangster more than your kid. Believe me, I understand. But try to stay calm, cool, and collected. Energy is everything when dealing with children. They feed off of your energy. If you're on 10, they're going to be on 1,000. I guarantee you. Try to stay mellow. Try to talk in, you know, calm tones. Again, like I mentioned before, we do not want any negative connotations with these self-care practices. That defeats the purpose. We're trying to make these kids feel better. We're trying to tell them that, you know what? It feels good to wash your hair and to make sure that it's detangled. If you're arguing with this kid the whole time and they're crying and you're screaming, would you want to do that? 
I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what? Shave my head because I'm not going through this every week. Like, I'm really not. Try to build good practices where you're calm and it just feels like a welcoming experience for your child. And remember, if all else fails, there's always tomorrow. And never forget, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job.